Well, the mics are still rolling and we're still in our studios. This is Radio Entrepreneurs and we continue to stream stories of entrepreneurship. And clearly, as far as we're concerned, it's a very busy economy. Everybody's still working, trying to work. Our next guest, Dana Wheeler, Director, President and CEO of Plymouth Rock Technologies. Welcome, Dana. Morning. Thank you. Uh, Dana, tell us about Plymouth Rock Technologies. Well, Plymouth Rock Technologies was started back in 2016. Um, we got a bunch of guys together from academia and, uh, and industry, and we went into the threat detection business at the beginning, but we've turned into an aerospace and defense company based on uh, building drones for, um, for both threat detection, infrastructure, inspection, and so forth. So we're really a drone company now that has a really good radar and sensor background. And again, so who would be purchasing your uh, radar drones? Well, there's actually a lot. It's a lot of applications, Jeffrey, uh, in this business. Um, we start with uh, threat detection. Uh, we can talk about surveillance uh, of certain areas, uh, events, uh, football games, that stuff like that. We have radars that can actually detect threats on people. Uh, we can penetrate clothing with uh, millimeter wave radar. It's the same type of radar that you, well, when you walk through the body scanner at the airport, only it's at a standoff distance. So that's the big difference is we do it at much longer distances away from the body uh, than the airport security systems do from LIDOS. Um, so that's one application. The other applications we're finding uh, is in infrastructure inspection. So all the Department of Transportation, so doing our uh, surveying roads, uh, inspecting bridges uh, and so forth. That's going to be a big, big market for drones uh, going forward uh, for obvious reasons. Helicopters are very expensive. There's some risks, some uh, insurance liability. You can, an unmanned uh, drone is much easier to get into small places. We man these with sensors like forward-looking infrared sensors for heat contrast, millimeter wave sensors for penetration of paint and look for corrosion on bridge trusses and so forth, and also uh, LIDAR, uh, uh, light radar. Um, so we can, whatever the customer wants us to outfit on the drone, we do. And we kind of build the drone per the customer specifications. So I, I would assume that there was existing technology out there, maybe you're customizing it for your use? We actually acquired a, a small drone company in the UK uh, that was doing bespoke or custom drones and I'll give you a couple examples that we built a drone for the United Nations for a mission in Somalia to reseed the forests. And uh, they were using small aircraft and they were getting shot down. So they decided to go with drones uh, and use them at nighttime beyond visual line of sight. So we built a custom drone with a pod at the bottom of the drone that would drop these seeds that were wrapped in fertilizer and so forth. So that's just one application. We're also supplying to uh, uh, one of our resellers in Kazakhstan for Shell Petrochemical for inspection of natural gas and, and oil pipelines. Same thing, you fly the drone right above the pipeline, look for corrosion, uh, we can put methane sensors on them to, uh, to see if there's any leaks and so forth. So these drones, it just can go in a, a bunch of different directions uh, as far as inspection of uh, wind turbines and so forth. Costs a lot of money to put men, uh, you know, a, a man and a man lift up there and obviously the liability is very high also. Again, this is all new to me. Do you have your own monitoring sensor? Does the client, you know, get trained to monitor it themselves or is it a combination? How does that work? 
it's a combination. So we can't be everyone to everybody on the sensor side. We're radar, microwave and millimeter wave radar specialists. So those we do build in-house. Other ones that are on the shelf, like Flare is a big company that, that's a forward-looking infrared sensor. They're well, probably one of the largest companies that sell those in the world. And then we, uh, on the LiDAR stuff, we're working with uh, many different companies that build these specifically lightweight versions that'll go on a drone. Because one of the big things about drones, the figure of merit is flight time versus the amount of payload you can carry. So you have to kind of balance that. Um, so we have three different types of drones right now. We have our X1, which is our workhorse drone. Um, that's about, it sits on a, a table, it's about got a three foot wingspan. Uh, it's got four uh, motors, actually eight motors on there. That's our baseline model. And then we have a, an X1 Lite, which is a much smaller drone. And the difference between these is really flight time and payload capacity. And that's how we pick what the customer wants. We'll say, oh, you need an X1 because you want to fly it for over an hour and you want to have a 20 pound payload. Then we can pick the right type of design that we've already done. Interesting. Uh, Dana, so let's, uh, is there an area where you think people should be buying or an industry where people should be buying more drones and you know they should, they will in the future? Well, the infrastructure inspection is definitely one of the biggest areas, uh, not only because the infrastructure bills coming out now, there's going to be a lot of money spent, especially in the U.S., uh, but it's just a, a lower cost, lower liability alternative to flying helicopters and putting men and man lifts. So Dana, how does a guy like you get into this business? What sort of precipitated all of this? That's a good question. Um, because we're radar guys, we started the company as a sensor company that we were gonna build sensors, not only to put on drones, but also for standoff uh, uh, threat detection for airport security. We have a shoe scanner. So uh, you probably don't know this, but the airports in the US and in Europe of mandated shoe scanning, uh, separate shoe scanning units, um, 2024. So we've actually got a shoe scanner in the in DHS and uh, TSA uh, on an, uh, what they call their IDEA program, which is a demonstration program. But we see that being a, 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 not just an application for airport security, but also in many correctional institutes and prisons, 95% of contraband gets smuggled in through people's shoes. We also see it playing in a <laughs> you also see it playing in uh, um, theft prevention. Uh, we've talked to Sony Entertainment and they're telling us that their employees are stealing PlayStation discs and those little micro discs off the production lines. They were putting it on their bodies, but they put body scanners in and now they're placing them in their shoes. Um, so they want to have these shoe scanners at every employee exit. Um, so I could keep on going on with Border Patrol, wanting to scan people's shoes as they come back and forth across the border on a daily basis for contraband, for money, for drugs, uh, for weapons, that type of thing. So that's how we started. Uh, we, we have IP built on that. We have a couple patents. And then we decided to build a drone, a single drone, just to transport our sensors and test them. And we slowly, we've quickly realized, I should say, that uh, especially with the ban on Chinese drones in the U.S., it opened up a big market uh, for US made drones with US parts. And that, that's what we went into. It reminds me of sort of those uh, security dogs that know how to sniff out just about anything. Uh, is, there a, is there a call for this to be used? Let's say again, border crossings for questionable borders in multiple countries I can think of where there's questionable people who can cross different borders. Can it be used in that way? Absolutely, and not only in that way, it can be used for with 
with a ground penetrating radar attached to the drone, they can scan both sides of the wall and they can look for uh, tunneling uh, underneath the walls. And so exactly right, uh, surveillance of people coming back and forth and also for other things, buried IEDs, uh, uh, unexploded ordnance. You can bring drones very close to the ground level with a pe ground penetrating radar and see below the surface. So this really is a, 20 a 21st century wall for us using technology, not traditional methods of walls, brick and mortar. Absolutely. And I could keep on going. There's just so many other applications. The company right now, we, what we need to do, because we are a small company, we need to kind of zero in and focus on the applications that are going to suit us best at the beginning to get some revenue generated for the company. So what we've done to date is look at a bunch of the different applications and see what I always call the lowest hanging fruit uh, and go after that and build a fleet of drones there and then uh, move on to the other applications. It's all very interesting. Uh, how do you think technology is going to change in the next two to three years? I see a lot more, lot more drones in the sky. Uh, the FAA is working diligently uh, to put in rules in place so you can fly beyond visual line of sight, basically as another aircraft, as another you know type of uh, even manned aircraft. We have to exist with both. Uh, there'll be some big issues out there. So I see it growing. The market's growing rapidly. Uh, especially with the ban on Chinese drones in the U.S. Uh, specifically, uh, just opened up a huge, huge market for us. Oh, very interesting. I wish we could talk about this more. Any chance I can get you to come back through the year and talk more about different projects that you're working on? Absolutely. We'd be happy to. This is state-of-the-art uh, protection in every way. Uh, but Dana, you know, only because time is short with radio entrepreneurs in our interviews, you know, we've been speaking with Dana Wheeler, director, president and CEO of Plymouth Rock Technologies. Dana, and I could think of more questions as well. If someone's looking for you in the company, how would they do that? Well, our website is www.plyrotech.com, P-L-Y-R-O-T-E-C-H. Uh, we have a lot of information on there. You can always reach me at Dana at plyrotech.com. Uh, be happy to answer any questions. We are a publicly held company. We trade on the CSE as PRT, uh, and we also trade on the OTCQB um, as Plymouth Rock Technologies. So. Oh, I want to thank you very much and remind everybody this is Radio Entrepreneurs.